Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the ultimate classic rock podcast. I am still Paul Stevenson. Thank you as always for hitting play. Today is October the 22nd and we start with the number one hit in America on this day in 1988. Yes, Phil Collins had gone full pop with his version of A Groovy Kind of Love. Going back over 20 years before that though, the Beatles were at number one in the US in 1965 with Yesterday. In 1990, the band Mookie Blaylock made their live stage debut at the Off Ramp in Seattle. Mookie Blaylock soon changed their name to Pearl Jam. And again, the rest is history. And also born on this day in 1945 was former Mountain guitarist, songwriter and co-lead vocalist Leslie West. Leslie sadly passed away in 2020, aged 75. But for today's events, we're focusing on the 70s punk scene. Yes, on this day in 1976, The Damned released New Rose. It was the first ever British punk single. The Damned were often at the forefront. They were the first British punk band to release a single, the first to release an album, the first British punk band to tour America, that kind of thing. Now, I interviewed The Damned's legendary drummer, Rat Scabies, and asked him about those early days before punk really took off. What was the scene? What did the scene mean to you then around that time? It was small. There weren't many people, you know, and it, it was really driven by Malcolm and, and Bernie. You know, they were the catalyst for the whole thing. And um, I think they worked out that if they could have three bands with the same kind of approach and message, then, you know, it would be a movement. And therefore, that was kind of what they were trying to put together. I mean, I'm not saying none of the other musicians or bands would have ever existed without them, because, you know, one of the interesting things about punk is it was actually happening on its own, you know, mm. without much involved. You know, like the Saints in Australia, the Stranglers were sort of yeah. quite happily working away as the Stranglers, you know, the Jam were yeah. doing. And none of them were really about London. Eddie and the Hot Rods were kind of on the circuit, you know, and it wasn't about Malcolm, but they were the kind of ones that sort of pulled the London scene together, if you like. And, you know, so when the Pistols would play, you know, those of us that sort of, wanted to be involved, you know, I'd always go down and see him. What's, what's your memories of them? Um, you, you mentioned Malcolm and, and things like that, and almost, I don't want to use the man, word manufactured, but it was, it was engineered, wasn't it, that sort of thing? What, what What's your memories of kind of... Well, you... I don't think it was engineered, because, you know, you couldn't engineer somebody who wanted to play a guitar or be a drummer or a bass player or a singer. You know, they already wanted to do that. And, you know... I think Malcolm Shot was the kind of catalyst on that. But really, that wasn't what the scene was to me. You know, it was kind of about you'd go out and you'd suddenly meet like-minded people. Yeah. And you could have a laugh. And it was... Um, there was a lot of good stories about getting chased down the road and who'd done what and where they'd been and <laughs> how far they'd be travelled. You know, and it was... Um, it was, it was, I mean, it was, it was scary on the outside because nobody liked you, you know, and the police would always give you a hard time and you'd get 
you know, bashed up by teddy boys and they're the normal <laughs> kind of things, you know, but the rest of the time it, it was usually it was it was good. And people <laughs> had different ideas about things and we'd all sort of I think I can safely say nearly everyone in that very early kind of twelve to twenty sort of people that, if you like, sort of got the ball rolling were all kind of misfits in a way. Mm-hmm. And didn't really, you know, belong in the normal, you know, scheme of things. You know, it, it was a very creative kind of almost genius <laughs> in a lot of ways. <laughs> the brilliant Rat Scabies there. You can hear my full interview with him on episode 30 of Vintage Rock Pod. Well, that's it for October 22nd. I'll be back tomorrow with more classic rock goodness. So until then, take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.